Joseph Pasek of Barnburner.ca, our twice-daily podcast is entitled Fired Up, now on iHeartRadio, also on 49 platforms. I'd like to welcome in the Hall of Famer, John Nelson of OSG Sports in Atlanta for college football talk, a review of week one. But before we begin, John, you have a major announcement for football fans, actually soccer fans. That we but, do. But go ahead. Well, you're going to have it for both soccer fans and for college football fans coming up around the corner. Right now, if you're a soccer fan, you can download the Soccer Down Here app on Android. And uh, right now, what you can also do is, uh, you know, we're going to have the iOS version up uh, fairly shortly. But if you're a big soccer fan, you can download the Soccer Down Here app. Go to your favorite uh, downloader. Go to the go to Google Play Store. Download the Soccer Down Here app. Sometimes it says one word completely, Soccer Down Here. Sometimes it's separated soccer down here. You can download that. iOS version coming up around the corner. Also coming up around the corner, the OSG Sports app, which will be available also on Android and on iOS, where you can get all of your college football news, all the lacrosse news, everything else going on on the platform at OSG Sports. So the OSG Sports app coming up around the corner, where you can catch all of your college football news, all the lacrosse news, all the other sports going on that are not soccer-related for soccer down here. But, friends, OSG Sports app coming up just around the corner. Soccer down here app available on Android soon on your iOS networks. Uh, uh, that That's used to me. Hold on. Hold on. Are you talking about outside the box, the lacrosse show that me and you do? Yeah, that's going to be a part of the platform. It's part of the uh, OSG Sports platform. Everything that is not soccer-based, the uh, college football, the lacrosse, everything else at OSG Sports is going to be a part of the OSG Sports app coming up just around the corner. No, but 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 that that's you're saying I'm going to be on an app and I'm going to be on Spotify. There so you go, brother. You could say that I'm on 50 apps once that comes out. 50 platforms plus an app, yeah. Wow, wow, that's news to me. Uh, you know what? Let let's not talk about college. Never mind. All right, let, let's talk about week one <laughs> of the college football season. I'm not going to get through every game, but let's talk about some surprises. My Michigan team uh, playing Notre Dame and losing to Notre Dame 24-17. Notre Dame 12th ranked, Michigan 14th ranked as of week one. Were you surprised at this, or did you think uh, the Fighting Irish will pull it out? I figured that Notre Dame would win. Brandon Wimbush with a long touchdown pass and – uh, obviously, Shea Patterson, a lot of folks were sitting there thinking well, he was going to be the savior if you're a fan of Michigan football. He's not. And I think that this speaks more about what's going on at Michigan with Jim Harbaugh and the what he has. He's been able to get them back to the Hall of Very Good. They're just not the Hall of Great. And uh, it's going to take a while for Shea Patterson to get integrated into that Michigan offense. And yet it was only a seven-point win. I don't think it was that close at some points. But uh, I think that this speaks more about what Michigan isn't as opposed to what Notre Dame is right now when you're talking about 12 versus 14. All right. Uh, quickly, I'm just going to run through, and then uh, I'll get to some games we'll talk. Wisconsin, the fourth seed of Wisconsin, beating Western Kentucky 34-3. Stanford, 13th ranked, beat San, Jose, uh, San Diego State 31-10. Michigan State, 11th seeded Michigan State, uh, beating Utah State 38-31. Oregon 58-24 over Bowling Green. But let's talk about number one seed or number one overall, Alabama beating Louisville 51-14. John? You don't, you just don't 
kick sand in Superman's face. You don't. What, what's the old song? You don't step on Superman's cape. You don't cape, spit yeah. in the wind. You don't pull the mask off of Olo Ranger, and you don't mess around with Jim. That's what the Louisville receivers did at their media days. They said that they could handle the defensive backs for Alabama, that they weren't all that. As it turns out, they are all that, and you just don't do that. And you know that that's been bulletin board material for Alabama going into this game uh, against the Louisville Cardinals. And the fact that the margin was what it was should not surprise anybody, especially if you think that you're going to kick sand at the, the big bully on the beach and, and run your mouth. And this is what happens. Point, point blank, simple. Do not do that. Don't run that kind of smack because that's what's going to go down, and it did. All right, fifth-seeded Ohio State beating Oregon State, 77-31. Oklahoma, seventh-seed defeating Florida Atlantic, uh, 63-14. TCU victorious, 55-7. Clemson, second-seed, uh, 48-7. Uh, let's talk about nine versus six. Os- Auburn versus Washington. Auburn pulling out the victory, 21-16. And I think that what you saw with Auburn is that in the early part of the year, it's going to be a very, very tough defense and, and an offense that is still trying to figure out who it is. You you have kind of a, a thunder and lightning effect with Jatarvius Whitlow uh, and your nickname already of the season in Booby. So you have Booby Whitlow and you've got Cam Martin as your, your number one and your number two uh, offensive uh, run, running back situation there at Auburn. Now, I think that Auburn's defense is going to carry them through a lot of the early season matchups. I think that Kevin Steele has got a, a tough defense that will be SEC ready when you get to the meat of their schedule. Uh, Jarrett Stidham, when he got uh, Ryan Davis involved in the offense, I think that you saw what uh, they can be. Darius Slayton, I think, was pretty much umbrella covered most of the day at the line of scrimmage and with uh, two deep safety. So that's why his numbers were not what everybody anticipated that they would be. But Washington, very good team. That is not in dispute. It's just that I, I think that having Washington defending the honor of all of the, the schools in the, the mountain and the West and the Pacific time zones when it comes to the, the college football playoff, you kind of see where everything's going to be heading here. I think that still in the Final Four, you're going to have Clemson, you're going to have two SEC teams, and you're going to have some something out of the mix of uh, – Wisconsin, Ohio State, Penn State, somewhere in there for your final four when it comes to all of that stuff. But, you know, you mentioned a couple of the other games. Uh, you and I had mentioned uh, Michigan State and Utah State. Utah State traditionally pesky. You know, Jordan Love, 29 of 44 for 319, even though he had two interceptions. Michigan State could not put Utah State away in East Lansing. Stanford and San Diego State kind of surprised me a little bit. Uh, K.J. Costello had a great day, 21-31 for 332-4. And uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside had six catches for 226 yards, and half of those catches were for scores. So big day for Costello and Arcega-Whiteside hooking up with each other. I would have thought San Diego State would have uh, been uh, a lot uh, closer because it was 9-7 at the half, but Stanford had a big third quarter to to put that one away. We knew Clemson was going to put up a big number. We figured Georgia was going to put up a big number. Ohio State's going to run everybody into the ground if they have the opportunity to. And I think really the shocker of the day, or as close as a shocker as you could come up with, was Penn State and Appalachian State. I want to say it was 11 years after Appalachian State had stunned Michigan that Appalachian State scored 28 points in the fourth quarter to put a scare into Penn State, to take it to overtime. Penn State wins in overtime in Happy Valley, 45-38. 
And so I don't think that big uh, Big Ten 12-14 schools are going to be scheduling teams from the SOCON anytime sooner from the – actually, no, Appalachian State's now in the Sun Belt. So you're not going to be scheduling Appalachian State if you're a team in the, in the Big Ten Conference any or the big <laughs> anymore. It's not going to happen just because what Appalachian State has been able to do, uh, just scaring the daylights out of people. And uh, moment of cool. Here's your moment of cool from the weekend in UNLV and USC. Uh, if you don't know the story of Jake Olson, the, the blind long snapper for USC – Look up the story, get educated on it. He's a great kid and even, and even, you know, he's a better kid than he is an athlete. And so USC had Jake Olson come in and he long snapped for a point after in the 43, 21 win. It was close after one quarter, UNLV had a seven, six lead, but in the fourth quarter, Jake Olson comes in, snaps an extra point. And it was that, that to me was your moment of cool from the weekend with USC uh, doubling up UNLV 43-21. Uh, two more matches. Or I, I echo those uh, sentiments. That was great to see. Two more games I want to touch on. Both upsets. Maryland 34-29 over the 23rd rank at Texas. And then LSU and Miami. Everybody wants to see this matchup. LSU uh, 25th seed beating Miami of Florida 33-17. And let's let's start with that one first. I don't think that a lot of folks figured that LSU was going to come out and have the offense that they did. Nick Brissett had 22 carries, 125 yards, and two scores. And I think a lot of folks were looking at Miami as you know the eighth-ranked team in the country and going, okay, their defense is going to put LSU back on its heels. And Malik Rozier, uh, you figured that he was going to do his game management and everything was going to be fine, but Rozier had a rough night, 15 to 35 for 259 on a score. It was 27 to three after at the half, and it was 33 three after three. The game was over at the half, and I think that Mark Rick now has some questions on his offense about uh, his quarterback situation. And LSU defensively, you know, you give up 14 points in the fourth quarter, but that was because you had all your second teamers in. So I think that LSU has, uh, and Coach Ed Orgeron has put the, the shot across everybody's bow and has given everybody a warning shot for LSU in the SEC West. But Maryland, they got the season opener against Texas, and this one was, was in uh, the D.C. area. So good on Maryland for, for hanging tough. Uh, with everything going on with Jordan McNair, and it was uh, that, that's your other moment of cool from the weekend. Now that I'm now that I mentioned it, they, they line up from their first play from scrimmage without a right guard, and they you know took a delay of game penalty as a way to uh, salute McNair, and Texas declined the penalty there. So, but no Maryland putting up the numbers, and with Matt Canada as uh, their current head coach because of all the investigations going on, DJ Durkin nowhere to be found. But we know that Texas can score, but Maryland putting up 34 on Texas, especially shutting Texas out in the fourth quarter. So you have to tip your hat right now to Matt Canada and what Maryland did in week one going up against a very tough Texas team where expectations for Tom Herman are very, very high this year. And this was not the way that Texas fans wanted to start the season. That's John Nelson of OSG Sports, and John will be back later on the week to preview week two. But, John, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. 416, John Freeman Nelson. But the big news, listen to the big news what John has. Go ahead. 
Well, let's see. You can, if you're into soccer, you can download the Soccer Down Here app right now on Android, iOS version coming up around the corner. Go to your favorite download store. Do Soccer Down Here either as one word or all three words individually. Depends on the store as to how it was registered. So you can keep up with everything uh, SDH-wise with uh, the Soccer Down Here app. And you can follow me on uh, Facebook. For those of you who are not tied to John Nelson's in the Golden Horseshoe or the T dot, John Freeman Nelson is how it is for me, just to be a little different. Cute sports guy on Instagram, because when the boss says that's what you are, that's what your handle is. Follow me also on Twitter at OSG Nelson. Follow OSG Sports on Twitter at OSG Sports. And the online sportsguys.com will have all the news that's fit to print and all the op-eds that are there. But the news that I believe Joe is getting to is that everything else in the OSG Sports platform, the CFB on OSG, and uh, lacrosse, everything else that's there is going to be on the OSG Sports app, which is coming up just around the corner. Next couple of weeks, it'll be up and running. Android will have you, and then the iOS version, so you can download that app as well and keep track of everything going on in the OSG universe, college football, lacrosse, anything else that comes across our bow. Download the apps when they're available. We'll keep you posted right now. Soccer Down Here app is available. Android, iOS, very soon. Wait, hold on. You didn't cut this promo correctly. You should say, out, exactly, outside the box, the show, the only show if you're a lacrosse fan, even though, even if you're not a lacrosse fan, if you're a soccer fan, if you're a wrestling fan, you can hear me on an app. That's right. Me and John Nelson will be bringing back outside the box in a, in a few weeks, but we're going to be on the app. And that makes it 50, 50 platforms. That you could hear me on. Aren't I great? See? Aren't I great? There you go. There you go. See? Thanks a lot to John Nelson and the OSG uh, online sports guys based out of Atlanta. I like these guys so much. Here's 10 cents from Canadian Tire, the money to give to John Nelson to contribute to being on the app and on the uh, Spotify app as well. Thanks a lot, John. Seven cents Canadian. Anytime, my friend.